Episode 96, Theater of the Mind. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and co-founder of The Games We Play, and with me this week, co-founder Chris. Hello, everyone out there in podcasting Podcast land. land. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. To me, that was uh, simultaneous, but uh, <laughs> if you don't know and you're joining us, uh, we do thank you for checking us out. Right now, we are recording this remotely, so I do the best we can to eliminate the lag, but we talk over each other a little bit from time to time, but we'll try our best here. Uh, during the pandemic, we are just discussing the games we played, roll credits, and uh, we just like to talk about the games, go into a little detail, our thoughts, maybe some suggestions, and that's it. We just like to talk about board games. Uh, normally, we do shorter segments and talk about some different topics and off the wall kind of stuff. But right now, just making it, keeping it simple since we don't get to, well, we don't get to see each other much other than a webcam. Yes, that it is sad. That's the 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 one of the bad things about the the whole pandemic problem is not being able to see buddies who don't uh, live like right next door to me. So. We, we've literally almost a year at this point since we've yeah. seen each other at work, almost. Yep. I think we're, what, two weeks away or something? Yes. So, exactly. Spring break, uh, March 12th this year, but so it would have been like the 13th last year, was when I, uh, I left work and went to... Well, on, Went to uh, Texas en route of Colorado. Um, oh, that's for right. spring break. You had a vacation. Yes, we had a already. vacation plan. So I that's remember the last that. Time. Yes, that is. And the then last you had to time. like change it up and go. Yep. Yeah. Yes, it was the yes Breckenridge was shut down the day before we were supposed to leave. <laughs> so we're like, Terrible oh timing. my gosh, change a plan. <laughs> so we drove down to Austin, Texas, to visit Jamie's parents down there. So, yep, we 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 and, still had everything. A, that's right. Everything happened when you're gone. Yes. And, and Corey, our friend here on the podcast, who's has been on here a couple times and also works with us, uh, he was also on vacation. Yep. It was like the week before spring break. I I think I was texting you guys saying, uh, we're working full remote now. And you guys are like, what? Because yeah. obviously you didn't have your email on you and you're on vacation. Nope. But good Yes. Time. And it's, you know, ironically, it was just the week before that I actually set up the home office to work from home with three monitors plus my laptop, everything to mimic my workstation. It was um, meant to be. Yes, it was meant to be because I started, I work weekends and, uh, you know, support 24-7, that kind of call. stuff. Yeah, I'm on call. Yep. So I used to do that on a little coffee table with one little mining <laughs> laptop. So work finally said, okay. So I mimic my workstation and then left for vacation and come back and I haven't been back to work since. Oh, man. Yeah, in the office. Oh my gosh! It is the joys yeah. of IT. Work, yes, man. exactly. <laughs> well, we're we're almost there. Hopefully, in a couple months, we can start maybe going back and actually seeing each other. But until then, we're just going to play it by ear and just we'd make yeah. it right. Yep, yep, we do. All right. Well, Chris, it's uh, been a couple weeks since you've been on. Uh, how's things been going for you now that uh, wrestling's pretty much wrapped up for you? Yeah, things have been going great. Actually, we have our 
end of the season banquet tonight and it's a virtual Ooh. so i i put together a slide presentation to do a, a, a zoom type meeting with everybody and so yeah that that um, finalizes the high school folk style season and then uh, we we actually started uh, freestyling greco-roman practices last night so i'm only down to one night a week for practice which is totally fine so it's okay Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so you've had a little extra time then, potentially? Yes. Yes. I've been playing some board games as well as preparing for some role-playing games with uh, my brother, Dr. Rob. So he uh, he he actually called me up and was um, f- found, got introduced to a Dungeons & Dragons RPG variant called Dungeon a crawl classic and so this this came out a few years ago goodman games is a a, a company that supports a lot of um dungeon and dragons uh, products through that open source uh gaming licensing and mm-hmm. so they came out with this dungeon crawl classic and basically it's a uh reversion of dnd third edition and there's another version of dnd first edition but it kind of goes back to the old school roots of dnd um not the fifth edition stuff so rob got all excited about this because this is it it mimics uh, some of the of it mimics the very red box of Dungeons and Dragons that came out in the 1970s that we that oh, we got. Okay. Um, That's and what you so guys kind of grew yeah, up on, yeah, right? A yeah, where yep. an elf was an elf and a dwarf was a dwarf and a wizard was a, a, a wizard. I think it called a magic user and a thief was a thief. I, there, That was it. There was no races and classes. It was just... A dwarf was a dwarf. That was your character. Uh, then there was a fighter who was always That's human. Boring. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it just it just homages. No uh, half an elf, homage. yeah. human. No, it didn't fighter, go. Fighter, yeah. hybrid, mage, yep. or something. Yeah, it's those multi-classing and all that kind of stuff. So it 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 went back to the kind of the basics of what D and D started out with, and so it's it's become a. Um, kind of a classic a cult classic following um so just paying like i said paying homage back to the 1970s early 1980s of uh, the versions of D back then so uh we're looking at um getting some of the kids together and some of our friends and just just uh those guys who rpg and just start playing some of that but i i think it's to me i get as much enjoyment talking about that and like going up and creating characters and just mm-hmm. all that thinking than i do playing uh to me that's oh. that uh, role-playing games is theater of the mind uh, that's to me i i like those sure. uh uh, rules that where yeah you do have some tables or some stats and you do roll dice mm-hmm. but a lot of the explanation and storytelling comes from the theater of the mind where sure. you, uh, versus looking up this table and reference this table and reference this table and this chart and this percentage and i don't i don't get into games that are stat like that even though i'm a shadow runs fan um the, <laughs> which, which, is which that? yes which is that <laughs> uh but the, the the theme really grabs me and i love that theme so I don't get into uh, many games that are that way, but uh, just just thinking up and just rolling up characters and thinking concepts and thinking that to me is is a lot of fun. It gets just my creative mind thinking and rolling or and just getting down that and it's to me it's like exciting and then putting it together and going on an adventure and stuff. But yep, I like that theater of the mind that role playing games uh, 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 do. So, but anyway, we're getting. Uh, close to uh playing some more rpgs i know uh grace um who's up at iowa state as a freshman she talked to me the other day and mentioned that 
She uh, loves uh, this uh, Kids on Bikes um, from Renegade Games. We've talked about it in the past, um, and that is more uh, more open and theater of the mind. It's it's basically think Stranger Things. And that's mm-hmm. what the RPG system is about. Yep. Your teenage teenagers, adolescents, uh, on bikes, and you know, it was some story happens. So it's yep. it's pretty cool. She's loving and they, that. Hey, hey, and they announced the board game version of it. Yes, yes, exactly. Great tie-in, Brian. It's like we've talked hey. about this and stuff before. Yeah. So there is a board game version of Kids on Bikes coming out from Renegade Games, and yep. so interested. I shared that with Grace, and she's interested in picking that up. But more to come probably in the future. Yeah. to hear about that but i'm interested in checking that out renegade games uh, really does some some really cool games i like as well as clank um, yeah that's oh, all you have to tell me yes, is clank. exactly clank is awesome. yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly and um then then they've uh, delved in some role-playing games too as well which is pretty cool so oh love yeah, it they definitely yep. have yep awesome uh well you know i'll just keep the theme with rpgs um so next week I'm going to play my first game in Dungeons and Dragons. You are? Yes. Nice. So what edition? Fifth edition, I'm assuming? Fifth edition. Fifth, okay, good, good, good. So I like that I, one. I, I'm actually DMing it, too, so what? that should be interesting. Uh, so I have the starter and essential kit. Yep. And uh, so I've read through the book. Oh, and yep. Um, and, uh, you know, it explains the whole system, kind of explains, mm-hmm. and, and it gives you, like, a first quest. And it, it kind of, that one handholds you through. So it doesn't require a lot of like prep by me as a DM as, as would be, uh, you know, your full blown Dungeons and Dragons yep. and it gives you pre-made characters. So I'm playing this with other guys that haven't played D and D as well either. Uh, so actually my pastor at my church, he's like, he found out I'm into board gaming, um, a while ago. And he's like, have you, have you played Dungeons and Dragons before? <laughs> yes. Like, I'm like, technically no, but I, I know enough about it. You know, I, I understand. And, the you know concept and whatnot he's like well would you want to there's a couple guys my brother-in-law really wants to play and it's like we'll see and then the starter and essential kit were like super on sale i think i got 10 bucks a piece on sale oh that's nice and uh i mean they come with dice and the the gm screen and a couple quests and adventures it's a pretty good deal for the the product and so i've watched some videos you on youtube mm-hmm. as well about how to do it and get into it and so i've i've done my research and stuff so that's happening next week so we'll we'll see how this goes <laughs> <laughs> well, that is cool. Yeah. So the adventure that comes with the starter box is the uh, Lost Minds of Fandelier. If I, mm-hmm. the Lost Mind yep. of Fandelier, if I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly, yeah, it's Lost Minds yep. of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and so exactly, Gabe got that a few years ago uh, for Christmas. Um, excuse me, for his birthday in October. And over a Thanksgiving Christmas break, uh, we played, and there was we uh, I, I we'd have dinner. And then play um, each night, and each character took one of the pregens. We would go two, four hours every night, and I, it'd be like nice. ten o'clock, and I'd have to tell the kids, "Okay, we got to go to bed," because <laughs> everybody <laughs> loved it. And we just sat around the table. I was the DM for it, and I mean, Emily, Grace, Gabe, Isaac, John, um, those guys were all just loving it. And it's it that is a great introduction if you've never really done um, Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. before uh, and you want to get into it. The fifth edition is a really friendly addition to get into yep. um, go get that starter box it, typically it's 15 bucks if you can find it mm-hmm. under that 10, yeah amazon bucks. had it yep. on sale for like yeah. 12 bucks yep. i think I've, i got it for yep. 
I've seen it on a pop up on sale every now and then. Uh, but it comes with the dice and your kits and character sheets, and it's like one through fifth level, if I want to yep, say. Yep. 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 And, it takes you up to level five, yeah. and then the central kit will take over from five, and the central kit will is a stair stepper to let you start creating characters now so you can take those characters and you kind of roll them over and you can start designing and so it doesn't throw everything at players at the same time uh which is nice and so then i was reading ahead and once you kind of get through that then that's you you kind of stair step where you do get into the big uh bigger books you know the the player guides you know handbook and the the gm guide and then you 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 pick up like the adventures and stuff like that so yeah um yeah, so I'm excited to try it. The, That's all awesome. the, the some of the people that are involved, they're kind of excited. We're all new to it, so it should just be fun. And sure. One of the one of the guys, pretty goofy guy, and uh, I I think that'll help to the the enjoyment yep. just because you know how it could be so you know and that is yeah. a game that's uh it is who you play with it is what you put into it you get out of it yep. what you put into it yep. uh for uh new dungeon masters um there are so many resources you can get out on youtube and oh there's um, there's, there's videos like, yeah oh there's gosh. videos and videos and videos yeah. and videos yeah i've got great. a few books and one of them was written by jamie keggy of the secret cabal uh, podcast i mean he has one called the grand and adventures it's a short novel uh guide to better role-playing game and there's all these little there's websites and mm-hmm. you know um blogs and youtube videos of how to uh how to uh, be a dungeon master game master you know what mm-hmm. things to help make yourself organized and better uh to to give a more uh a friendly environment and a fun game because really you're just uh telling the story um and the the characters are a part of the story and you're guiding mm-hmm. them along really and it's it's it, yeah it's it's a lot of fun i love playing uh role playing games i don't get to do it as much but uh uh, just that whole, you got me, you got me all geeked up now, Brian, just talking about this. Uh, I'm all sitting in the chair here. I mean, just all excited and yeah. It's kind it's, of a big deal yes, for me. Oh, so. I know. I'm excited for you. That's what I'm getting at. It's uh, it's a lot of times. I mean, I, honestly, I started when I was eight and then Brother Rob was 10. We started playing Dungeons and Dragons, um, the the Red Box edition back in the day. And look at you get stepping in in fifth edition. It's I, I really want to hear uh, how it goes and... Um, We'll get oh, yeah. back to the next and talk yeah, about we'll that. Yeah, we'll talk about the, the next exactly, episode. Yep, exactly which, yeah. what you liked, what everybody did, and hear about the the. I mean, trust me, there's some epic fails. <laughs> there's some epic fails, but there's <laughs> it's and that, that's what I, I like about RPGs. It's it's you're, I mean, I'm not a dungeon master that goes out and tries to kill people. It's you want them to have a good time. So mm-hmm. you want to have the you want to give them a challenge and don't make you know just like a murder hobo where they go out and just slaughter and kill everything, but give them some challenge <laughs> and think through things and uh, have some fun with stuff. So yeah, awesome. That's really cool. I'm excited for you. Awesome. Yeah. So I thought that was a good segue because you were talking about RPGs. Yeah. But let's actually yeah. talk about some board games. Oh, then. okay. Back to tabletop. That's enough RPG yeah. t- talk for uh, a month. We, we met oh, the quota. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Although if I really get into this, oh boy, this might change the podcast. Hey, hey, role-playing games are a tabletop game. So. Oh, it, I know. It, is, it fits within yep. our description. It fits in our, talk yep. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there's a new uh, expansion for or new for the Aliens RPG Hadley's Hope. Nice. So That'll you play through cool. Hadley's Hope. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with Hadley's oh, Hope. Oh yeah, Aliens yeah. Two. Yep. The Aliens. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Aliens Two was was one of my favorite of all the movies. Yep. <laughs> 
Game over, man. Game, yeah, game over. over. Yes, yeah. that's the famous line from yeah, Daily yeah, too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, board games. Yeah. Let's talk about board games. So, uh, first game I want to talk about is Mega Land. Have you heard of Mega Land? I think you have. I I have, but I I haven't obviously played it yet. But um, you actually have it? No, 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 no. I don't. No, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I've heard of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. own it, and um, I have not played it yet. Yeah, it was a Target exclusive for a while. I don't think it is anymore i don't recall but i know it was a target exclusive cool. uh but it's it's done by ryan lockhart oh nice uh which you know above beyond mm-hmm. uh, near and far is very yeah. distinctive a very distinctive artwork and, and in fact i think he just came out with another one called sleeping gods is that right Ooh, i don't know about that one it looks awesome well, it looks really nice yeah i think it's called sleeping gods a few moments later Yep, it's called Sleeping Gods. Yeah, it just—I think it just got filled by uh, Kickstarter not too long ago. Um, I didn't back it, but I definitely will pick this up. But the art theme is almost exactly the same. Anyway, Ryan Lockett, like his games are solid. I—I I, I have uh, above yeah. and below, and I want to play more of it. There's a campaign to it, and it, you could also play scenarios, but it, it's just fun. Um, Anyway, let's talk about Mega Land though. Mega Land is it's it's a family style game. It's it's definitely a basically a card game and it's supposed to be as if you're playing a video game kind of like your character. So it's very simplistic. Um I was a little worried at first actually as we started playing reading the rule books and like uh-oh. Uh but it actually ended up being better than I thought it is. So how it essentially plays out is there's this deck of cards. I think there's only 12. And they get shuffled every time. And this is you, like, going through the level. So the card comes out. And you have your little character that's that's in or out. So think push your luck. Think uh, uh, ink and gold. You oh, know, yeah. So after yep. a card comes out, you decide if you're going to stay in the dungeon or you're going to come out. That's the exact same thing that comes up. So you see the card, you're like, am I going to stay in or, in or out? Because some of these cards have monsters or some of the cards have nothing. The monsters have different powers and they do damage to you. So you have your little player board and has life counter on there. And so you're, you, you know, a card comes out. You take the health if there is, and then you decide if you want to stay in or not. If you stay in, you get a yet another treasure card. So every time you stay in, you keep drawing treasure cool. cards. If you decide to leave, you get those treasures and take them back to town. If you die, so it's classic push your luck, you lose all those treasures. And so what these treasure cards are, and they come in different varieties, and each of the treasures have a different amount. So some of them are rare, like six of them, while the carrots have like 30 or 50 in the deck. There's tons of them. And so what you do is in the middle, there's a supply of buildings, and you're building your city. And so you use these treasures to turn them in, and these cards have different values of how many treasures you need, and they have to be unique treasures, and you buy these buildings. And these buildings give you either a one-time bonus of coins or other stuff, or they give you ongoing effects. So they may have trigger effects. And the cool thing is there's... I think they give you 20 or 17 different of these decks and you only use five. So there's a lot of replayability and you can shuffle up and randomize which decks you play with every turn. But uh, it's it's a little engine building. So it'll it'll give you, hey, you get bonus coins or bonus this when this happens. If you bring come back to town with five treasures, you get an extra coin. And so you can keep buying these and you build out your little town that give you bonuses for future turns. You can also buy an upgrade to give your character more health and whatnot. 
And then if you died or not, you still get a chance to buy. And then you get your health back and you shuffle up that dungeon deck and you go back through it. So you just keep going through that dungeon phase, which I was a little worried about because there's only 12 cards. There's not that many cards, hmm. and it's the same ones. And so I'm like, oh, this is getting kind of old. Uh, but it's definitely press your luck. And I think where the fun part is is that little engine building. So you're spending, you're using that push your luck as resources to buy these buildings, which then give you bonuses. And you're just racing to try to get 20 coins first. That's what the buildings give you is majority coins. Um, they, there's some other things like skips where you can get the skip resource. So some of the cards have a skip icon. So if you play a skip one, you can jump over that enemy, essentially, is what they're saying that you do. You jump over it, and then you don't take the damage. So you can kind of stay in the dungeon longer. Um, so, yeah, um, it, I got this game pretty cheap, I think, on clearance. I think it was like $12. Um, the quality of the game is really good, like great artwork. I really like the theme. Uh, it comes with game trays in the box, so really, really good storage solution, like fantastic. Like a really good storage solution for a card game, essentially. Yeah, there's a little tray that can come out that has all the tokens, but it's like that's not really needed, but it's in there. So you get you get a lot of value from it. So overall, it, it's not like the best game I've ever played, but it's not bad. Uh it, it it's a solid, decent game. And it's definitely a family game. So you know, it it it's just another variety of a push your luck game. It really does remind me a lot of Ink and Gold, just a different theme and some extra mechanics. But that's kind of what I liken to it is Ink and Gold. So if you like Ink and Gold, and your family likes that, but maybe you're getting old, this might be a game to check out. Especially if you can get it on sale for like ten, twelve bucks, like it's a steal for that price. Um, but yeah, that was Make a Land. Um, I didn't know what to expect from this one. I just picked it up on clearance. And I heard a lot of people talk about it and. Finally got it to the table like two years later. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's collected dust. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, we we do have ink and gold here in the house, and we play that. We pull that every out uh, every so often. It's not one that hits the table all the time, but it's it's great with kids. Great with mm -hmm. uh, you know, just new people, gateway game type kind of bit. Yeah, but yeah, this sounds. We love ink and gold, so this sounds like it has a couple extra steps. And to and to, it's to really play. not that complicated yeah, no, either. It's pretty no. easy to play, but there's variety in it because those different decks can come out because you can randomize it. And it, just like a deck builder, sometimes you have to adjust to which decks maybe play style or strategy uh, will change every time you play it, just because uh, the decks could be different. So that's pretty um, awesome. Yeah. It was it was fun. I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite game by any means. Sure, uh, but I, you know it's a solid good game. If that makes sense. Yeah, and those are the you can easily pull out. You don't have to read much rules or remember. Once you've played it, you may just look at the book real quick. Okay, what do we start with? Okay, got it. You know, matter of setup in a couple minutes. Uh, yeah. Just one of those you can get in every now and then and put it back on the shelf Definitely and a, grab it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a lighter family yep. game. Yep. Those so are good. Check that out. Yep. It's, it's called Megaland. I'm sure you can probably find it secondhand. People selling it. I'm sure. pretty sure you can get yeah. it for pretty cheap. So Fine. Anyway. That was Megaland. What about you, Chris? Well, I was going to give a game report. Uh, Jamie, Jamie and I got some more uh, uh, plays in of a Century Golem, The Endless World. And nice. Yeah, so That's the third one. Yes, it's the third one. The, the one I got uh, um, last August I purchased and finally got from Cool Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, we, we like it. We love uh, the, the Endless World. We've talked about it several times. And one 
one of the things I just wanted to to share with this version is is there there are meeples. So you place the meeples. Uh, you get meeples to start out with, and you can gain more. Um, yep. But uh, it's you know engine building. But this adds a worker placement worker aspect placement. to it. Mm-hmm. And Jamie really liked that. She liked that aspect of the meeples where you place them on the board to get certain resources Ooh. to get together. Got and yeah, got, so got it in the door with a little uh, yeah. worker placement. Yeah, might have to pull out some other worker placement. I know that's exactly like that and so to me that's i i like how these uh games do little stair-stepping of game mechanics to yeah they um, really create, do don't they yeah to really create different environments but um they they to me it's it, it almost is cl- complexity um or strategic complexity because it adds a, another game mechanic into mm-hmm. the mix that does make sense uh it fits with the theme mm-hmm. fits with the gameplay and everything so it really challenges you and you steps up. I mean, I can pull out either one of them and they're as uh, they're all fun to play, but uh, mm-hmm. it adds a difference to it, but it also adds a little uh, change in complexity, but adds mm-hmm. new game mechanics to people that may not inter- uh, know it or whatever. But I, I we really like it. Um, but it looks great on the it table. It does. Like the oh my and gosh. The artwork the, of yeah. these games are great. Yeah, they are. It's, it's for what you pay for the, the 20 some bucks, 25 bucks right around that area, mm-hmm. uh, plus or minus. Um, it's, you get the the gems are great the art works great the components it's awesome it really it is yeah, well yeah. worth it's it it's 27 dollars on yep. game nerds which right. they just got it back in stock so yeah yeah that's right there you go so um to me it's it's well worth it even if you get a couple plays in then put it back on your shelf and pull it out you know, later on oh yeah. yeah it's it's well worth it we, but, we yeah. always find ourselves pulling century yep. out yep. Any, any one of them from time to time so and in fact uh so we found a not found is probably not the right word, but we remembered that we got one of those little Visa prepaid gift cards oh, uh, yeah. from my parents for Christmas for for Emily and I. Uh, we kind of forgot about that, and so we remembered, and so we used that to to buy some board games. And in fact, while we were recording this, I got a notification that it got delivered. One of the games I ordered was uh, Century. Uh, Golem Endless World. So I, I have a copy sitting on my front porch right now as we're recording this. <laughs> so I'm really excited to pull that. I really want to play the first, second, third version of it with the Golem. Um, play the combined one. I haven't right. played that version yet. So looking forward to doing that. Yeah, that'll be cool. Awesome. Yeah, those Century games, so good. Yep. If you yep. haven't played it and you're looking for a good family game with, yep. with uh, engine building or if you like engine building, man, these are just fantastic. If you like Splendor, like you'll love mm-hmm. these games. Yeah, so we love good. these. So good. Emerson Matsuchi, oh man. He just yeah, he, he does a good job. Knocked it out of the part with this. Yeah. Cool. Uh, another game, real quick, on my list is uh, we actually played Fiverr Fenden. I know we mm, talked about mm-hmm. this a little bit, uh, but we played the advanced version. So, with, with this, like, I don't know if they call it the arcade version or. Uh, what do they call this puzzle version? Oh. And and so Fiverr Fenden traditionally, this is a roll and write where uh, each person has their own like whiteboard type board. It's like glossy, and you you get dry erase markers with the game. Um, traditionally, you you roll the five dice, and there's six different shapes that could come up on these five dice. And on your board is just a grid of all these these shapes so it's like diamonds uh squares triangles and and whatnot and you're trying to make shapes of five out of those shapes uh, out of those colors that are rolled on the die i.e your shape of five have to be just those shapes and you can have multiple so you might have two diamonds the square two squares and the circle so you have to find on your board 
as many as those grouped together with the shape of five. And then depending on what shape you find, you get points because some of the harder shapes are more points versus some of the other shapes are a lot easier to find. And so they're less points. So that's traditionally how you play it. And you play over five rounds. Well, with this puzzle version, what you do is you roll the dice and you can only mark off one shape on your board. And it can't be a repeat shape of previous rounds. Once you find it, then you flip the timer and you can get a bonus. Once that's done, you keep it on your board. You don't erase it. And then you roll again. You keep going and your board just keeps getting more filled and more filled. And you just keep going until both players can't mark off something. And if you can't mark something off, but the other person does or other people can, you keep going rounds and you have to mark off one of the shapes you haven't claimed yet and fill it in. You don't get points. Um, so it gets a little tricky and it gets really difficult and kind of strategic on what shapes you go for first. Like, do you go for the really complicated with high points or do you go for the low, easy ones? Do you try to go for the bonus ones? Um, so Emily, and I played this a lot more complicated, way more thinky, uh, but really fun, really enjoyed it. Uh, so it's just an, another way to play five or Fenden out of the box. And I think it was only like a $10 game. So good. This is a lot of fun. Um, a lot of fun. It works out puzzly. If you like doing crosswords or Sudoku or like yeah. uh, f- uh, word finds, that's the same feeling I get playing this game. And it and it and it's wrapped up in a 15-minute game that kids can play. Uh, it's a great family game. And it's very small box. It's it's great value for what you get. Highly recommend it. Fiverr Fenden. That's the number five, E-R, and then Fenden, F-I-N-D-E-N. Sure, sounds good. I believe it's how it's spelled. Yeah, so uh, check it out. Uh, just yeah, great game, a lot of fun. Awesome. Any games? Uh, any other games you want to talk about before we take off? Um, well, not games. Um, I'm just getting more geeked up and excited for conventions this year. I, I keep getting Gen Con announcements and the surveys and all this I just, Gen Con I don't stuff. I don't see it happening now. Did you, you hear still? that? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen this year. That's oh, my yeah. guess at this point. Um, uh, what's the big uh, comic book convention? What's it called? Oh, Comic-Con. The San Diego Comic-Con? Comic-Con got canceled. Yeah, oh, it got canceled the San Diego for Comic-Con? That's one yep, of the biggest they, ones. They just announced it like last week or the week before. Also, E3, board game convention, oh, yeah. got canceled. Well, shoot. So... Well, here's yeah. something for you. For those who uh, were planning on going to those comic conventions, the QuadCon is coming to Valley West Mall in West Des Moines, Iowa, Saturday, <laughs> March 13th. Cosplay comics. We're, we're heading to Colorado for spring break with the kids. But uh, Rob, brother Rob uh, emailed me and said, hey, you hear about this? It's so... Uh, right. it, it's if, if it's being held in Valley West Mall, it's going to be a... Or is it Merle Hay Mall? One of the malls. Valley West or Merle Hay. One of those well, two malls. Well, there's nothing there anyway. I, I know, exactly. There's, there's, oh, gosh. It's a ghost this, house. This is, yeah, those malls have been killed, basically, because of yeah. this last year. So I, I feel bad for him. So, hey, it sounds like uh, there's a quad con, comic cons coming. <laughs> Cosplay and all that stuff. Um, but no, no I... Oh, there's... Um, Gen Con has some 
television, uh, Twitch uh, series stuff going on this weekend, yep. six and seven, uh, pretty, are, are promoing a bunch of games and stuff. Yep. So I, I'm wondering if they're gearing up for a virtual convention then. And, I and think not so. Yeah, Maybe this is like a soft release for Gen right. Con Spring. And, and not to mention, I think a lot of uh, publishers and people had stuff they wanted to show off. Yep. And now this yes. is giving a chance oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that, Especially and with this, the origin yeah. not being there now. Right. And so, and but another one that I've been checking into is Geekway of the West. Uh, that was supposed to be in a May time frame and has been pushed to October. So it, they're still trying to uh, have that one, which that one is uh, one I'm very interested in checking out. Oh, yeah. And uh, seeing. So that's only a six-hour drive for us. So that would be really easy and uh, smaller, oh. three 4,000 compared to 50 plus 100,000. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Gen Con and oh, um, I, I can definitely see more regional being yep. more successful than yep. these large ones. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm just excited. To, I want to get back into the the past of playing games and having game days and groups and even mm-hmm. taking the boys to Mayhem Comics to play Pokemon on Tuesdays mm-hmm. or, or just that kind of bit and and then definitely making a road trip um, with with all the the boys and the 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 everybody to to Gen Con or one of these conventions. I have so much fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. Hopefully sooner than later, yeah. but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Time will tell. What can we do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we can uh, we can go ahead and end it there. I do have to say, I still haven't got my uh, Steampunk Rally Fusion Kickstarter yet. Oh. I think the last two weeks I've been talking about how, oh, I'll get next week. I'm going to play it. Well, I guess... Um, I, I guess... Two of the three shipments got uh, stopped by U.S. Customs to be inspected and, like, x-rayed. So, for two weeks, it, those shipping containers were held up by U.S. Customs. So, they were only able to fulfill one crate worth, I guess. And, Ooh. Uh, yeah. And so, the second and third one are coming, like, yesterday or today and then this weekend. And, in fact, while we were recording this, I got a tracking notification for my copy so finally apparently my copy was at the beginning of the second crate or something like that so i should now be getting that here in the next week uh really looking forward to it. i've been seeing pictures and everything and it looks so cool really cool uh so i'll try to get those those around and posted but uh the the dice are kind of translucent it comes with tons of dice so i saw some people putting like leds and stacking them and it made a really cool effect for a photo anyway it's neither so looks really cool anyway Sounds cool. I love engine building. I like dice rolling. Well, dice rolling as long as you can mitigate it. <laughs> <laughs> Controlled dice rolling. Yep. Might as well just not have dice. No, shook it. No. Uh, all right, cool. Well, anything else you want to talk about, Chris, before we take off? Nope, that's it. It's... uh. It's it's been fun. I'm still looking forward to continuing on this and and like you said, uh, a lot of the kickstarters that we we ordered year and a half, two years ago are finally <laughs> finally getting delivered. So exciting time! So true. Exciting so time! So true. Yeah. This this summer should be pretty good. I actually. know. I know. Oh man! Imagine we get Return the Dark Tower. I know that's Hero gonna be Quest. awesome. I back the Hero Quest. Yeah, comes out this fall. Yep. And- Brother Rob did too. So that's that's fun. It'll be yes. Get some of get some of that. Should be sweet. All right. Well, cool. Well, Chris, uh, it was nice chatting with you. Hopefully you, the listener, enjoyed it. Uh, maybe found a game. I guess in a couple of weeks we'll talk more Dungeons & Dragons, yes. I suppose. <laughs> Hopefully that goes well and I don't fall flat on my face or something.
no, it'll be fun. It, it, it's again, it, it, that's the thing with uh, RPGs. You can always adjust it on the fly and uh, uh, just rehook things, add different hooks in, rechange stuff, mm-hmm. you know, adjust the damage so, so on your dice roll so somebody doesn't get blasted or blast them and they get regenerated or something. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You can do whatever you want, really. Nice. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, Chris, thanks. It was nice talking to you. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll chat with you later. Hopefully, you can play games soon. Yeah, I know. Yes, hopefully soon. We're looking forward to it. Because I got Raiders of the North Sea. That was also one of the games I ordered. And Space Space. uh, Yeah, I love Space Space. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the campaign. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Well, I'll stop talking about games. We'll talk about more next time. But thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you want to send back any feedback, comments, questions, whatever, feel free to send us. Uh, we do have in a few episodes for episode 100, we have our top list coming up to celebrate our 100th episode. So uh, feel free. You still have time to send in your top 11, your prime list, if you will. So send your prime list in. We'll include that in for uh, our for that special episode looking forward to it so please send us your send us your top 11 i'm really looking forward to the episode yeah me too i'd love those it's gonna be here quicker than we oh my gosh yeah yeah so all right well cool we'll uh we'll talk to you later tune in next week for episode 97 we'll be back thank you for listening we really appreciate it and from the games we play i am brian and i'm chris and keep on gaming join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.